You are listening to the On Fire Empire podcast, episode number seven. Well, welcome back to the On Fire Empire podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Bennett, and it's tweener time. We are in between seasons, and while we queue up a fresh new season, the next four weeks are going to feature some in-between shorty shows with some fun new topics. So today I've got my producer, Jose Bono, on the show with me today. Hi. Hey, Jose. So for this tweener, we're talking about the value of having a little she-nanigans in your business or organization. What's that? Well... Stay tuned. Welcome to the On Fire Empire. Each week, seasoned divorce and business lawyer, mediator, CEO, and surf diva Kelly Bennett will help you discover strategies and smarter paths to big results. As you listen, you may ask yourself, how'd Kelly know I was going through that? It may feel like she's a fly on the wall of your life. She's intuitive, direct, and on point. Kelly brings the amazing lessons from her life's work to the table to set you up for a blazing bright future. We firmly believe lasting empires happen when well-rounded leaders achieve personal happiness, live out their calling, and develop meaningful relationships. Now it's time to hear from Kelly and her crew of experts. Learn some new strategies, challenge your way of thinking, and get juiced about igniting your empire of a lifetime. The information provided in this podcast is for general interest only and not intended as legal advice, nor does it create an attorney-client relationship between you and Kelly. And now, here's Kelly. Well, hey there, Jose. Welcome to the other side of the soundboard. Looks weird over here. (laughs) I kind of like it. It's great. (laughs) Usually, Jose is on the other side of a big black wall of curtain, and I don't get to see him. So kind of call you the wizard around here because you're behind the big curtain. Well, somebody's got to hit the record button. (laughs) Right. Things like that. Yeah. Small details. (laughs) Anyway, in today's episode, this is actually an excerpt from a speaking engagement that we did at a local organization here in Southern California. It was a Chamber of Commerce event for the city of Corona. Yeah, we recorded that. I think it was in the summer, summertime we were there. And uh, you were featured as, you know, the entrepreneur's coffee with an entrepreneur. And uh, it was a live event. And we interviewed live on stage. Yeah. And you know what? That was so much fun. In this interview, I was asked by the host, Kimberly Davidson. And Kim is someone I've known a long time from uh, local government. She's the economic development manager for that particular city in Corona. But I was asked by Kim about the special challenges of being the only woman professional or one of just a very few in a male-dominated industry. And so it's kind of interesting. In this interview, Kim was asking specifically about my experience as the only female elected official and mayor during my tenure on the Murrieta City Council. And our conversation rolled into a pretty interesting topic, don't you think, Jose? I agree. Really about that perspective about the female executive, what they bring to the table. A lot of interesting discussions, obviously, with the imbalance of women in the workplace and and influencers. Yeah, I think it's pretty thought-provoking. Some of you may not agree with what you hear, and that's okay. We love that. So let's dive into the interview. And hey, as you listen, you'll hear about a special edition mug. Yep, I said mug. I want you to stay tuned for a fun announcement at the end and a chance to nab something 
pretty good and pretty special for your desk. So here we go. I guess, you know, being in government, it is heavy men. Has there been any hurdles that you've had to overcome? Because I know I have. I mean, I've worked in government now for 10 years, and there's definitely a lot of meetings that we find ourselves in. There's a lot of men in the room. There's been some challenges that I've faced in being the only female sometimes in a large sea of men in the room. Have you ever run into any challenges like that? And how have you worked through that? Well, I have to confess, I had a little bit of pre-training for this in the law before coming to a very male-dominated arena of government. And that is, in Orange County, before we moved out here, I was a real estate and construction defect litigator. So you heard about the houses sliding off the hills in Anaheim Hills and along the coast in uh, Dana Point and San Clemente. Well, Our specialty was plaintiff side representing the homeowners in large group litigations where we had landslide and soil subsidence issues. And if you don't think that that's not a male dominated world, (laughs) I'm here to tell you it is because we're suing developers. We get cross complaints going on where the, all the subcontractors are being sucked in. And so I learned very early on as a young attorney who had an unbelievable mentor in the law. In fact, he's my father's age and he moved out here to the Temecula Valley many years later and encouraged us to take a look. That's one of the reasons we started looking out here. But he was really an unbelievable mentor and it was, you can do anything. The first thing he taught me is he said, Kelly, when you get into the courtroom or when you're in a negotiation, I want you to know men are going to interrupt you while you're speaking. Men will interrupt you. And it's just a culture and it's habit. This isn't dogging on men at all. But it's something very interesting. If you pay attention to it, you will see it. But he said men will interrupt you as you're talking to the judge and making your argument, as you're making your opening arguments. They will interrupt you and you need to keep talking because women's habit is to stop talking and give deference to the male voice in the room. Now, that sounds kind of silly sometimes, but you know what? Watch. It's true. So what I have learned to do is, Your Honor, I'm here today to tell you that this person has breached the contract because, well, blah, 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 blah. Excuse me. I'm speaking. You will have your turn. And anyway, so you breach the contract and on we go. Do you see how powerful a small piece of advice like that is. So that training in construction defect litigation, being in ballrooms, taking depositions because we had 50 to 75 parties on a case and we'd have 15 subcontractors, grading contractors, the architects, the builders, those were big deals. And often I was the only woman in the room. So I had to learn how to put my big girl panties on real quick and stand up straight and go in there and run with those racehorses. So that was really great training for government because the dynamic was very similar in some high-level meetings. And I learned that you need to assert yourself because you have something to add that they don't want to miss, right? They don't want to miss. So So it would seem that normally an attorney, a temporary judge wouldn't be here for coffee with an entrepreneur because... Mm -hmm. Normally, the, they wouldn't be innovative or entrepreneurial in, in their approach to things, but you've taken a much different approach to how you run your law practice, and you've instituted some very innovative 
like Smart Quart and talk a little bit about that and your branding on the mugs. And what's going on here? What's going on with the well, mugs? Well, let's talk about the mugs for just a second. If you'd all pick up these mugs, and they're very froofy. I'm going to just tell you this right now, right? They're super froofy. And the men noticed. And I knew, I anticipated your objection, sir, right from the, from the get-go. <laughs> But men especially, I want you to, I'm going to challenge you to take these mugs. They say shenanigans on there. They really say shenanigans. And what this is about is the concept that in business, if your business is male dominated from your management and your leadership, and you don't have a female professional's voice on your team, you're missing out. I will tell you, give you an example. In city government, one of the things several of my colleagues, you know, the ones who weren't threatened by me, those guys, one of the things they said on a regular basis after time went on was, oh my gosh, we never realized what we were missing by not having a woman on the council or the female voice. Now, a lot of times in what I would call modern day feminism, not the what we call the hardcore hard edge feminism, but we spend a lot of our time trying to say we are equals, right? And, and I, I believe that to a certain degree, but we are different. And I'm here to say, let's acknowledge that and celebrate the differences. If we had an all female run business, I would say you need some muscle in your hustle. You need to have some men because the genders bring a different experience and therefore a different lens and perspective to what's going on. Let me give you an example. I recall one time we were sitting on the dais in city council and we had a group, you know, we can see people who are lining up to do our, the public speaking early on. And I noticed that there were some mamas sitting out there with these little girls who were like six and seven years old. And I'm like, what the heck's going on here? Because that night we were discussing our capital improvement budget, our projects, our CIPs, very exciting Thousands of pages of financial reports printed sideways in Excel spreadsheets. Newsflash, most of us lawyers don't like stuff printed sideways in Excel spreadsheets. If you can't give me an executive summary in words, I'm having a hard time with it, right? So we're discussing this very exciting CIP, the Capital Improvement Projects for the city. And when that item came on, we had the request to speak from these women. And they come up and they've got the little girls with them. And then I noticed they're wearing softball jerseys or shirts, their uniforms. And this is what they said. Our softball, girls softball plays in this sports park. And like Corona, I'm sure there's hundreds of parks, right? And the sports programs are very high on everybody's agendas. We want something for the kids to do. But this particular park where these girls played was the least attended to, the least maintained park and softball field and baseball field. And the boys who had the majority of the teams in town, most of those teams were at the better maintained parks. Okay, so that doesn't seem like any big deal, right? These mothers went on to say, we don't expect a lot of money, but we would like to see some of the money. Please pay attention to this park. Our kids are turning their ankles. There's, you know, potholes and divots in the field. And by the way, look at the state of the bathrooms. Okay, so I'm not telling you anything that's, you know, monumental on the business side, but I want you to hear what happened. Up on the slide projector goes these photographs of the bathrooms at this park, and it was deplorable. No 
toilet seats on the, on the toilets, okay? And I'm watching my colleagues, and it's like, I'm wondering what they're getting what I'm getting here. No toilet seats. Half of them had no doors. The lights were out. They were filthy. Ladies and gentlemen, how many of you would send your six-year-old little girl into a bathroom like that? And yet, the bathrooms and the condition of the fields at the other parks, because they had the higher-level boys' teams, were being maintained. And so I heard my colleagues. I just sat back and waited, right? And I wanted to hear what they had to say. And it was, you know, it was the norm. Well, you know, we have to prioritize, and we have a lot more play at these fields, and this, that, and the other, and blah, blah, blah. Finally, and if you watch city councils, good councils will go and ask each one. The mayor will say, okay, you know, Mr. Jones, Ms. Smith, Ms. Bennett, do you have something to add? I said, I sure do. Haven't we decided as a city council that we want to invest in young girls in learning that, you know, encouraging them that they can learn the math and the science and they can compete in this community as much as the boys? Yes. What value message are we sending to these little girls right here when we can't give them a safe bathroom at their park, when we are giving them the least attention to the field that they have been assigned? What is the value to young women in this community? And they looked at me like, and I could almost see the light bulbs going on over their heads. This is one tiny little example, but the voice of the female experience in your business and in your government is so important. And sometimes we're a little irreverent and sometimes we're playful and fun. At my office, we call it shenanigans. So that's what you've got on your mugs. We really promote this idea of shenanigans. It's what we can add. It's what the piece is that's missing out of your business. If you don't have the female executive voice in your business, I want to challenge you. So men, take those mugs home and give them to somebody who you think could be a powerful voice and some woman that you want to encourage to come up in her profession or add to yours. By the way, just for some fun, you'll find that there's a little bit of candy inside. And, of course, they are sharks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what was the question? So, uh... <laughs> well, that was certainly a spirited interview. Hey, thanks again to the city of Corona and the Corona Chamber of Commerce. They are absolutely great people and super pro-business. I hope this discussion gets you thinking about the value of having the voice of the female experience in your business. What did you think, Jose? That group was fantastic. You know, I'd like to go back, actually, and see if we can't have another discussion with uh, Corona City. Yeah. Well, oh, and by the way, at that event, we had these fantastic mugs that you heard about. And what was so interesting is we had a lot of male business owners and leaders there, and they grabbed those mugs and were so excited about going back into their businesses uh, with their colleagues and their family members to pass that on to, you know, a budding female executive or business leader and encourage them to really um, make their voice heard and participate at the higher levels of, of leadership. Well, they were cool mugs too. <laughs> well, yeah, That's there's why. that. <laughs> there's that. But you're right. And, and it was funny how quickly they went. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, before we sign off today, remember that shenanigans mug I mentioned in the episode? Well... 
We've got a few of these special edition mugs available to three lucky listeners. So here's how this works. I really want to hear your feedback on the show today. It's super important. I'm so interested in your perspective. So to nab your very own shenanigans mug, head over to the Law Love Life Facebook page. And that's at facebook.com, of course, forward slash Law Love Life TV. That's Law Love Life TV. You're going to find this episode post there. And it's going to be Jose and I, of course, and our mugs with the mug, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Be among the first three listeners to post your answer to this question. And I'll personally send you these mugs right off my desk. So on Facebook, tell me, what do you think about the importance of the voice of female experience in business and leadership? I can't wait to hear your thoughts. So that's the end of our tweener today. We're going to see you next week for another fun shorty episode. Am I forgetting anything, Jose? Well, yes, we forgot that favor to ask. Please help us by rating the podcast. Oh, and another favor. Another one? Well, yeah. (laughs) I've got to get what I can get here. What is it? And please leave a quick review. It helps us get this content out there. But we also want to hear back from you. We read every single one. Absolutely. The rating and the review would be absolutely super because it helps us get seen by more people and get this content to them. And you know what? Jose's right. I do read every single review because it informs me of what you want to hear. And it helps Jose and I queue up some super relevant content just for you. And of course, please, please, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on our next episode. And we've got some bonus episodes coming out and those only go to our subscribers. So if you want even more resources, in addition to all of that, our videos and blogs have a lot of informative articles, visuals, and they've got some really fun outtakes. That's Jose catching me at my goofiest. (laughs) Thanks, Jose. So if you want to check that out, head on over to lalovelife.com. So thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, live with gusto and ignite your empire. Ciao.